Peace, family. Welcome back to season two of the Foundation Podcast. We got a great kickoff episode with part one of our two-part series that's featuring student facilitator Raul Rivera. Now, Raul has been working in New Jersey schools for just about two decades now. Raul shows our listeners how to lay a foundation in the arena of education with an emphasis on student engagement and counseling. Raul breaks down how he has learned innovative ways to interact and connect with young kids in our schools today in order to help them overcome adversity and success in the classroom and at home as well. Raul also provides listeners with an incredibly personal illustration of his early life, which included moving back and forth from Miami at the age of nine, being in a foster home throughout most of his teen years, and even going through high school and maintaining the social status of a star athlete all while being homeless through high school. Raul has a great story and touches on concepts such as the parent and teacher divide, how we can improve daily interactions with our students, and some tips from parents at home as well. As always, see if there's anything you could take from Raul's journey that may be helpful to you in building your own foundation and whatever it is that you choose to do in life. Remember to keep building, family. Peace. All right, family, welcome to another episode of The Foundation. This is the first episode of 2021, and on this episode, we got Raul Rivera, who's a Long Branch native. He's a student facilitator. He's worked in public school systems for over 20 years, helping kids from fifth grade on up to 12th grade. On this episode of The Foundation, Raul is going to pretty much teaches how to become, um, you know, a student facilitator. And what that does is he handles, you know, pretty much conflicts that arises in the students um, within the school without, um, you know, traditional discipline. So, you know, he kind of mediates situations. But what he's going to do is talk about his whole life and, you know, his whole journey from growing up and, um, you know, all the obstacles he's had to overcome to, you know, be able to work in the school system and um, find himself in a unique role where he is a fixture of the school system. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce our guest. Um, what's up, Raul? How you doing today? What's going on, John? How you? I'm good, brother. So, um, you know, just kind of tell the people, uh, you know, I know you a lot. So just trying to tell the people about, you know, introduce you, um, you know, about where you're from, you know, okay. and stuff right. like that. So um, I'm actually from a lot of places. It's funny because I lived all over Monmouth County. Mm-hmm. Um, lived in Miami, Florida for a little bit. Came back here. Um, you know, back then, you know, that was the kind of the drug era that was in our communities real hard. So, you know, my parents never really... How had... old was you when you came from Miami? Uh, all right. So I moved to Miami. I want to say I was about eight or nine and came back when I was 11. So I was down there a couple of years because my mom family down there. Oh, okay. Like the whole side, you know, was oh, down damn. there. Yeah, Dade County, like oh shit, that that shit you see on TV is where we, you know, where we yeah. at. Yeah, yeah. outside people getting robbed right in front of you. So it was real out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. real. So my mom, she she knew that me staying there, I was gonna do one or two things, either hustle or be dead. Mm. So she, you know, we came back up here. Life was wasn't really too stable for her. 
-hmm. And uh, we ended up in a foster home because I got a sister. My sister, she's a year older than me. Mm. Ended up in a foster home. We moved around a couple places and uh, ended up in Long Branch. Mm. And the only reason why I stayed in Long Branch is close to Asbury. Mm -hmm. So my foster mom, God bless her soul, she's passed away about a year ago. She escaped off the church. Mm -hmm. I go hit the train, go home, see mom do some come back like nothing happened. So that's the only reason why I stayed in Long Branch. Because mm. of the, how close the train station was to my house. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, all right, so how was it, you know, like going through schools at a young age? How was, you know, middle school, um, you know, high school? How, how was that dynamic for you? All right. So middle school, I was in Long Branch Middle School at the time. So Long Branch Middle School was love. I mean, because I hit my story. Like nobody knew. I'm about to walk down the street and go to a foster home. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Um, so I played a little bit of football. That's when I first started. Mm -hmm. My foster mom said, look, if you want to play football, get a job. You got to pay for your own cleats and go, and you got to pay for registration. Uh -huh. i like, word, I'll do that. Yeah. Back then, it was only $50. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I did that. I was on the bench for playing basketball, but it was a teacher, Mr. Hamlin. Mm -hmm. Ham, Ham told me straight up, look, the only reason why you made the team because I like you. Other than that, like, your skills is ass. Like, you suck. <laughs> yeah, he told me straight like Damn. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So I'm like, whatever. But I knew, yeah. you know, the dudes in front of me, they was legit, like, basketball from yay high on up. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I did basketball. Then we went to high school. High school was great. You know, football, I played that. You know, we won the state championship in 99, which I don't really talk about much. Yeah. Um, we went back in 2000. Um but for me, football was that was that family atmosphere that I needed. Um, I knew I was going to get a meal on Friday. I knew somebody was going to hold me accountable. Damn. And then, you know, when you're playing football, you felt like you're the man. You know, because yeah, you're yeah. press every week, uh -huh. you know, that type of stuff. But, um, yeah, high school, it was good. But my grades was terrible, though. Damn. Yeah, my grades Yo, were terrible. What I kind of want to rewind, though, is back to um, how do you think it was, like, Explain more that 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 foster dynamic when mm -hmm. you was going to school, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you are a foster kid, mm -hmm. right? Like, for you know people who may be like in in a group home or like a foster home type situation, like, mm -hmm. um, how did you kind of get through that? Like going to school and you know seeing that you know pretty much everybody else is going home to their family. Everybody mm -hmm. know their mom. Yeah. They know that dad, like, yeah, yeah. What, what did that, did that kind of like, ha, like, do something to you? Did, yeah. did that affect you? Like, how did you kind of, you know, get through that? So, um, for you know, growing up as a male, you know, they tell you don't cry. Mm -hmm. You know, if something bothers you, shut up and keep it pushing. Yeah. Um, it bothered me at night. It was nice that I cried. You know, wondering like, damn, my mom gonna get out of jail to come get me. Yeah. Or you know, my dad. You know, when he gonna get out of prison? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, the the beauty of it was my foster mom had a big family, mm -hmm. so they just all welcomed me in. Like they never mm -hmm. said, you know, that's Miss Brown's foster kid. Yeah. It was like, oh, that's Raul. Mm -hmm. You know, so that helped me out a lot. Um, you know, one thing I told myself coming up was I can't control this destiny I'm in now. Mind you, I'm 12 years old telling me this. Yeah. I said, I can't control this right now, but when I become a grown man, I can control whether I'm going to hustle, mm. whether I'm going to, you know, be successful. But how do I get to that point? Yeah. So I surrounded myself with people, you know, that was speaking life into me. Listen, mm. you're going gonna to be fine when you get older. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I didn't, for me, it was more of, I don't need nobody to find out than me uh -huh. help, you know, hoping somebody find out and they kind of yeah. give me a, you know, a pass. Like, I didn't want nobody yeah. to do no handouts. Like, was it like an embarrassment? Hell like, yeah. Yeah, like, if, yeah. like, so it was like you was going to school 
kind of kind of keep this a secret, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and it's like yeah. that's a lot though, yeah. right? To yeah. still like to be trying to you know keep it a secret and mm-hmm. then trying to like live too yeah. and like be happy and be another like rent like regular kid, like. Yeah. So like you know like what would you say like if it is somebody out there today like kind of going like that might be in a group home or like might be in that situation like what kind of you know words of encouragement or, or type of you know would you tell them to kind of get through that situation? You know what I tell them, John? Ja? Like if I'm talking to a young me, I would tell you know just you control your destiny when you get out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, we can't pick the parents we get. Yeah. You know, what I did was I leaned on some of my friends' fathers. You know, when they outside fixing and building, I'm watching. Mm. When they going and watching football games, I'm over there watching them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I would I would lean on fathers to get that. So you had other fathers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, you know, it was it was tough because in high school, my parents didn't come to none of my games. Now, I'm one of the yeah. one of the dudes on the team. And I see people, parents rooting for them, but my parents not even there. So I wait till everybody clear the locker room, but I spin out the side door. Because I ain't want nobody to see me without nobody greeting me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so my sister would be there. Ah, You know what I'm saying? So my sister, she would come to the, like, she would call out work all that to come to my game. For my mom, she came to one game in four years. My dad made one in, like, four years. Wow, and yeah. they were both able. Both, yeah, both wow. alive and able. Like, yeah. yeah, I would come home, like, let's say my junior year. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was driving. I had got my L's early, got a car. I would yeah. go home, and my mom being there and drunk, listening to Temptations. Uh-huh. Yo, did y'all lose? Like, nah, we ain't lose. Uh-huh. But damn, why you yeah, ain't come to like, the game? Like, why you ain't come? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But, like, I just want to, like, <laughs> hold on. Just even just look at that, <laughs> the, the consciousness of that, like. Yeah. Did y'all lose? Yeah. But then the consciousness and your answer, now we ain't lose. Yeah. Like, now we won. Yeah. Like, not did y'all win. Nah. Like, it was just already, like, you know, like, yeah, like, yeah. like, wow. So, like, how yeah. was it, you know, trying to fight that? You know, like, going home, you know, having that at home. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure you kind of had to do a job where you kind of had to balance and, you know, like, I got to, you know... Put on another face when I go out. You Yo, know, that's and, what it was. You feel me? Like that's what it was. It was, um, you know, for me, football. I could hide behind a helmet. Mm-hmm. Like nobody knew that before a game, I would cry because my parents ain't there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people didn't know. You know, I just didn't want somebody to say, "Hey, where your mom? Let me meet your mom." Yeah. You know, so I would look at Damn. people like uh, like Mike Lambert's mom. She was always at the games. Burt dad. Yeah. Like, Bird Dad would come and hug me like, yo, you had a good game. Because we had to walk. Like, the fans stood on the side. So, we walk in. Like, he would just grab me. I don't know if he knew. Yeah. But he would just grab me and just hug me. And I'm yeah. like, damn, why can't my dad like, do this? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's why for me as a father, mm-hmm. listen, my kids can practice in Bermuda. I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. At the practice. I'm at the practice. At the practice. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's dope. All right. So, like, <laughs> all right, so like hey, let's get back. All right. So, now you going. You at high school. School, mm-hmm. um, you know, you you getting good at at football and mm-hmm. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so now you're thinking about college. Yeah. And then, um, all right. So like, take us through that. All right. So, um, my freshman year, I remember we had a teacher named Mr. Stansberry. 
Mm-hmm. Stans was telling us about HBCUs, all that. Mm-hmm. Like Stans was like a version of Dr. Jones in a sense. Yeah. Um, he would speak life into us. Yo, you, yo, you know what? You, Mama's not. We're gonna send you to to Clark Atlanta. You <laughs> know what that is? Yeah. Why is Stans yeah. Just said, do it. Yeah. But Stans left my freshman year. When I tell you, it like it broke all of us. Oh damn. It was kind of like the school dad is gone. Like no yeah. reason, no rhyme. He just becomes school next year. They're like, yeah, Stans not here no more. Damn. Damn. So, so was my my dream of going to college. Damn. So now I'm I'm going through school, and I was only eligible for football because, mind you, I had just left my foster home, my foster home. I'm going to say ninth grade year. Uh-huh. I'm staying with my man Bean, uh-huh. and I'm then I'm staying with my man Keyshawn. So Monday, Tuesday, I might stay with Bean. Yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I might stay with Keyshawn, but I'm flip flopping it. Oh, so you pretty much homeless? Like you yeah. just living with your friends? I'm just yeah, listen. I'm just during high school. During high school, and no, nobody knows. Nobody knows nothing. You, wow. But here's the, here's the thing, though, right? So uh-huh. when I when I eventually went back to my mom's house, I'm coming to school late because uh-huh. I got to catch the train. Yeah. The principal found out at the time. He said, "Listen, it's Monday." He said, "Look, you got to Wednesday to find me an address." Oh, because you was in Asbury. Because I was in Asbury. It. Listen, my mom lived right across the street from the high school in Asbury. I could have legit just said, "All right, you know what? Boom, yeah. I'm gonna go see that house right there." Like yeah. that's my mom. That's the high school right there. Yeah. Yes, but I didn't want to go to Asbury. I felt like I, I created my own legacy in Long Branch. Like I didn't want to go to Asbury uh-huh. and start all over. I went to school in Asbury before I moved to Long Branch. I just didn't want to start all over. Yeah. I feel like I, I like I did everything I need to do at this point. Yeah. So the, so the principal says you got to Wednesday to find an address. I'm damn. like, damn. But my cousin, my cousin Keisha, uh-huh. she lived in Grand Court, fifty five Grand Court. I went knocked on the door, cuz look, I need your address. Yeah. She like for what? I said, they're going to kick me out of school. Words of she handed me a phone bill. She said, take this to the school. Wow. Yes, she said, take this to the school. I took it to him and everything was fine. Wow. But I kept coming late. Yeah, so like every day, just to go to school, Mm -hmm. you waking up, going to Asbury train station. Mm -hmm. And if you live at the, if you live across the street from the at the 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 school the you high school it? you, you got to walk all the way yeah. down there to that train station look um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. you walking almost like a mile to the train right. station <laughs> then you got just a ride back, back. <laughs> oh, another like damn like yo yeah. wow yeah. so yeah, i think yeah. like that but like that even that at, at age what 12 i, was, I mean uh, no age 14, 14, 15, 14 you know yeah, yeah, and yeah. so i think at young, that young to kind of have that, and you by yourself doing I'm this, like you not with your, like ain't nobody taking nah. you, like. So nah. I think that's crazy, you know, um, because I was doing that, but it was with my mom, you know, yeah. like so I had somebody bringing me, so yeah. it was like something different. But like you getting up at your own self, mm-hmm. and like, what do you think it was? Ain't like you just knew that you just. You, it was something. You know what it was, man. It was because um, my parents didn't finish school. Like yeah. my dad dropped out, like middle school. He's Puerto school. Rican. Oh, middle school. No, middle school. Damn. Like he four foot, but he <laughs> could build anything he needs. Yeah, he yeah. He tell you straight up, like school wasn't for me. He said for me to sit down and he said, nah, I need to do something with my hands. Yeah. My mom, she went, I think, 12th grade, but then she dropped out because she moved from Miami to Neptune. Oh, okay. She would always say, I didn't finish school. Y'all need to finish school. Like, she was okay with me just getting a high school diploma. Yeah. So I just did that off the strength of her. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? She asking me, yeah. listen, bro, please finish, please. She'd be drunk as shit. Please uh-huh. finish, please finish. Damn. I'm like, all right, ma. What, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just knew later on, what if I wanted to do something? What yeah. if I want to get a job? I don't got no high school diploma. Now I got to go back to school to get a GED? Yeah. Now we're going to bang this yeah. out now. Yeah, real <laughs> world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nah. yeah. 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 All right, yeah. so now, you know, you're going through high high school. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and then you kind of finish in high school, you know, so, so, you know, you, you got in, in high school is crazy. Your yeah. high school journey is crazy that, you know, you were going, you were homeless, you staying with friends, you staying mm-hmm. with moms. Mm-hmm. Um, so now coming out of high school, what is your outlook on like, you know, thinking about the next step? So like, my senior year, my son was born. Mm-hmm. So oh, my had his, in yeah, senior so, year of high school. I graduated with the diploma in my left hand and my son in my right hand. Damn. Everybody going to college. Yo, I'm going to Brockers. I'm going to Stony Brook. I'm going to wherever. I'm, I don't know. I'm going to be a dad now. Yeah. yeah. But I tell you, it was probably one of the most humiliating times of my life. Damn. Because I felt like everybody looked at me like, yo, he about to be a failure. Like, wow. he got a son. I wow. bought, like, my, my son is at my high school graduation. Know how crazy that sounds? Ah. Yeah. So you was embarrassed. Super embarrassed. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. yeah. My it, little guy with a with a stocking cap, not even a do rag. Yeah, stocking cap, horses. Oh my god! And my diploma, and I'm just like, yeah. And I just see everybody just going away, their families and, and stuff. Everybody's and, like going off to college, bro. and 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 you you going home to be a dad. I'm, so, what happened is uh, we were going. No, it's Otis. So my man Otis was going to Mr. Wilkins' office, right? Mm-hmm. So Wilkins' office was straight ahead. My guidance counselor was to the right. We was late to class. He's like, yo, I'm going to go highlight Wilkins and get a pass. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, shoot, I need a pass too. Yeah. So Wilkins, he was like, uh, I know you. I'm like, yeah, how you doing? He says, uh, yeah, you play football, right? He said, let me pull up your grades. First conversation with him ever. Uh-huh. Let me pull up your grades. Yo, you would have thought he's seen like a ghost in his computer. Uh-huh. He said... Yo, your GPA is low. Like, you know you're not going nowhere outside of this, right? Yeah. I'm like, what you mean? Like, what are you talking about? He said, like, you, you, what do you come to school for? Because yeah. he know my story. <laughs> Hell no, I'm coming to school to, like, eat food and, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. <laughs> To like, have a meal right. and shit, he damn. Like, 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 we, we got to figure out, that's his favorite word, is we got to figure out a plan. Yeah. Plan? Shit, I got a, I got a son. I can't. Yeah. He said, all right, listen. I'm I'm gonna help I'm gonna help you get into some schools. Uh-huh. I'm like thinking, but these grades what Brookdale? That's 13th grade. <laughs> yeah, 13th grade. He got us into yeah. he got us into um, Cheney HBCU. Uh-huh. Cheney, yeah, Cheney, I, I laid. Yeah. I'm telling you, I went there. The guy says, uh, "Do you play football?" I'm like, "Yeah, I play football." Yeah, What's yeah, up? Y'all got a team? Yeah. <laughs> he said, "You do the clearinghouse." I scratched my head like, "Yo, what's the clearinghouse?" Yeah. My man said, "You know, these are the grades that's lined up to play college ball." Yeah. None of that happened. I yeah. left that scene night. Uh-huh. I sat there, laid on that bed, and I said, look, either I can stay here a year and my son don't know me, or I could go to Brookdale and my uh-huh. son would know me. Yeah. Listen, if he dropped us off at 1, I was back home like 11 o'clock that same day. Damn. That same day. Yeah, because... Because remember, my dad wasn't around, so I feared yeah, not... Yeah. You know, I don't want yeah. my son growing up not knowing who I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that was more important. Yeah, it was super yeah. important. So, Hell like, yeah. college was like... I'm I'm struggling academically now. Like I don't care about college. Like I got to figure out how to put pampers on this boy. Yeah, like you, know? you got a whole another. Yeah, yeah I got a whole yeah, another mouth to feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. then, so then, what did like? So then, did you go start working? So I had little odd jobs here. Like we'll do seasonal at a uh, Toys R Us. Uh-huh. Then I was driving like this bread truck, <laughs> a bread a truck. Bread, like this, that, this is the first time anybody probably heard this. The yeah. bread truck. Yeah, it's yeah. like eleven at night. I'm delivering like Kingsburg. <laughs> Say if you order poppy seed, I'm giving yeah. you Italian bread. You're like I can't like, read bro, the yeah, chart. You don't know nothing. Crazy. So the dude, he was like, "Yo, I got a phone call." Like he was like a Russian dude. Like he was missing yeah. a finger. 
Yeah. I'm like, can I get my check? He like, I'm not giving you nothing. Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm Told 140 pounds. He like yeah. 6'2", 220. Yeah. I look over to the side, I'm like, I'm going to have to hit this dude in the head with a stick. Like, yeah. I want my money because I got to feed my son. Yeah, you just work. Yeah. I said, listen, just give me my money. Here's the keys. I'm not coming back. Uh-huh. Gave me, gave me my bread. Like I looked him like eye to eye. I, yeah, like, I'm a man really, now. Yeah. I can't, you know, I can't. I can't be, play around. Nah. Yeah. I need my bread. We gonna go from here. Uh-huh. Gave me my money. I gave him the keys. Never did it. So I'm home on AOL at the time. Remember AOL? Yeah. You got yeah. mail. Yeah. I get alert. It's Wilkes. What are uh-huh. you doing? I'm like, shit. Do I live saying my college or not? Yeah. I said, uh, I'm looking for jobs. What you mean looking for jobs? You should be at school. And like, uh, nah, I'm, I'm home. Yeah. He said, when'd you come home? I said, y'all left the same day. Damn. He said, tomorrow come see me. He was at the middle school in uh, Red Bank at the time. He said, tomorrow come see me. So I get there, and it's the vice principal. No, he was the vice principal at the time. It was the principal. Uh-huh. Reem from, from Red Bank. Kareem. Kareem, Smith. Yeah. He Kareem got me. Lil' Reem. Oh, oh, yeah? Reem got me my job. What? Reem in the hallway running. Like, he, you think uh-huh. this dude playing track. Oh. He's <laughs> he running the hallway. Yeah, Kareem, yeah. So, so, the, so the principal says... Oh my God, that Kareem, he's uh-huh. at it again. Yeah. Luke said, listen, we need another hall monitor. We, we need a, like a male in here. She said, well, find me one. Oh, that was Miss K. That was, yeah. yeah. No, no, not Miss K. It was, uh, uh, I forgot her, Miss, Miss Cena. Oh, okay, okay. She was like, well, find me one. And he was like, well, he in here right now. I'm like, oh. Hey, you had so, just seen it. You listen, I didn't even know. Up. I'm yeah. just pulling up just to see him so we could talk about a plan. Yeah. She said, uh, how do you? I said, um, I'm 19. Uh-huh. She said, 19? You think you could work here? <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, I can work here. Yeah, thinking, oh shit, I don't know. I yeah, I don't like, give a fuck. I so, um, she said, you got any records, anything? I said, nope, no records. You know, everything clean. Yeah, I had the interview, got the job, and that's when Damn. I seen y'all. And, that, and that's when you started in the school system, that, right? That very thanks to Kareem Smith. Every time I see him, like, yo, you, yeah, yo. I, I wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for him. Yeah, yeah. He went in the hallway lit. flying. <laughs> you know what he said to me? Yeah. He said. I don't know why they hired you for because you ain't going to catch me. I said, I ain't going to chase your little ass. <laughs> Straight like that. <laughs> Dude, that was dope, though. But, like, yeah. I think that was dope. I think that showed, like, in that brief amount of time, though, that we just talked, I showed yeah. a lot about your character because, number one, though, even with the bread trucks and the uh, Russian dude and stuff, mm-hmm. You knew you had a son, so yeah. you couldn't just. I couldn't. I can't sit on my ass. I can't try to go get unemployment, uh-huh. welfare. Like mm-hmm. I can't, you know, depend on, you know, and like you know, uh, everybody don't do that. Some people yeah. just like skate and yeah. leave it to the, you know, my, uh, you know, and I, you know, I can't talk. I don't got no babies, but like you know, I don't know if that's the right thing. So like, you were able to do that. And then I think too, you reached out, right? Mm-hmm. So like Wilkes, you know, like he helped reached you out, out. To me. you know, or, or like yeah. you know, so that connection. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that's where it was like sometimes we feel like we got to do everything on ourselves, on our yeah. own. You feel me? It's mm-hmm. like sometimes you do need that. So now you in the school system. So mm-hmm. now, now was was are you trying to? Now you finding your purpose? Yeah, you know, yeah. figuring out what I'm doing. Um, mm-hmm. So now, when did you figure out, okay, this is what I want to do. I kind of want to, you know, be more involved in helping kids. And, and how was that, you um, know, see, working for, at the school? Working at the school, to me, it was like, it, it, it showed me how to be a father. Mm-hmm. And I say this because here I am, 19 years old, and I have a son. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know anything about, like, raising a kid. I wasn't around, like, my dad. Yeah. So I always told myself, I'm, I'm going to treat 
other kids like their mind. Mm-hmm. Right? So I would I wouldn't yell at nobody's kid. Like for what? I'm yeah. nobody yelling at mine. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I, I would I would pick up little pieces. You yeah. know, like let's say for example like with you. Uh-huh. There were times you get kicked out of class, you come to lunch and you pissed off. I used to see you right in the lunch line, <laughs> pissed off. So I was standing there before y'all came in. Uh-huh. I'd be like, Bunch, what's up? Yeah. You just put your head to the side. Put your head to the side. I'm like, what's up? Nah, man, this teacher just get on my nerves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I'm yeah. telling you, I remember, I'm like, yo, I know that, I, and I use the same thing. I know that this is hard now, yeah. but it won't always be like this. Yeah. She ain't challenging you like your brain, but you were too young to understand that. Yeah. But I had to plant the seed then. Yeah. You know? I'm like, yeah. That, and, and that's <laughs> like, I think, you know, like kind of what's crazy about that, right, is that you say that. You never really did have a father. No. So, like, you know, you just learning this on the fly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, nobody taught you this. You no. know, you kind of... And you didn't go to no school to learn nah. this. So, it's like, nah. you just go and just trial and error shit out. And you, you don't working in the school. You know? Like, that's... I think that's dope, you know? And I, I always say, like, you and Mr. Brown are the first, you know positive black male role models that I saw in the school system. You yeah, know, like, yeah. I never saw no, you know, up until then, I ain't have a black, you know, the mm-hmm. only other one was like Mr. Turner and he used to walk us home with yeah, him yeah, at yeah. primary and he, school. And he was older too. Yeah, he was older, he was so older. it wasn't, yeah. yeah. And this is where it's like, all right, now you seen y'all, y'all was young, mm-hmm. y'all was cool, mm-hmm. um, you know, and y'all kind of believed in us. Yeah. So it's like, that was like a different, you know, you kind of felt different. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's Mr. Rivera. That's yeah. Mr. What's the name? Yeah. So like, how was it when you kind of saw that, you know, what you was saying or what you were doing mm-hmm. was making a difference, you know, with the youth, with us? Because what really, really showed me that I was making a difference, mm-hmm. that y'all would just come up and say, what's up? Because mm. that's why I love working with kids. I'm going to tell you this straight up. Yeah. Kids kids can, can, can dictate if you real or if you fake. That's a fact. Straight That's up. Fact. Kid, kids don't know how to code switch. That's a fact. If they like you, they'll come up to you. They speak to you. Come outside for a football. <laughs> That's Adults a fact. are a little different. They'll talk yeah. about each other, but then later on, they're a happy hour. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me, like, I always like working with kids because they keep you young. They, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if your sneakers is trash, they're going to tell you. Like, they're going to tell you. no more. <laughs> yeah, that's a you fact, yo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your jersey fake. Oh, your jersey fake. Like, yeah, I'm telling you, like, uh, like the, the community of Red Bank, when I tell you they wrapped their arms around me at a time where I was hurting the most, uh-huh. like, I'm, I'm forever, like, linked to that community. Like, straight Damn. like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I, I see kids, like, I can't even say kids no more. People like you, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Other people that came up after you, graduated, yeah. in college, hit me up. Like, remember when you talked about this or you spoke about this? And I'm yeah. trying to remember, like, like yeah. did I really say this? But for them to come back and tell me this, yeah. like, I could die the day tomorrow and the legacy going to live on. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's why I think is is the most important, right? Because it's like the legacy, like, is going to live on and... It's not a crazy, like, you didn't have to go and, you know, set records or do no crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, you worked in the school, bro, Mm -hmm. and you just said things as simple as, you know, bunch is going to be okay. Yeah. You know, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And that gave us that, you know, that to say, all right, somebody that looks like us, Mm -hmm. believes in us, Mm -hmm. um, and now I could do this, you know? So it's like, I think... 
that is a more powerful thing than being, you know, you know, being a special person that make all this money and yeah. all. I think these people that's in our communities, you know, like the the hall monitor, mm-hmm. the uh, you know, the janitor, yeah. the the person that you just talked to, the lunch lady, mm-hmm. because everybody thinks that your status, you yeah. know. It's yeah. like, even with me, like, think about, you know, I was getting in trouble and all of that stuff, and mm-hmm. nobody want, now now everybody want to hear what I think and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's like, I'm the same guy, you yeah. feel me? Like, yeah. so yeah. it's like, you got to realize that those people that y'all writing off now mm-hmm. are great, good people. Y'all just not giving them a chance. You can't, you can't write off a kid because you got to look at, at, at young people as gifts. Exactly. Everyone opens their gift differently at a different time. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, I when I was going through some of the trying times in the in the middle school and high school, there were some teachers as simple, "How you doing?" Yeah. I noticed you came to school late. Yeah. That meant so much to me because exactly. I wasn't getting that at home. Mm-hmm. So just imagine if you came from a home where, you know, are you hearing this argument and you come to school and somebody telling you you're not gonna be successful? Mm-hmm. And you thinking like, damn, is it me? Yeah. So I I had to take I had to take our students away from whatever you're going through at home. Yeah. I know there's some teachers here that may not like you, but guess yeah. what? I'm going to love you. Yeah. I'm going to speak life into you. You could have came up to me on that lunch line. You could have been like, Rivera, uh-huh. I would have been an astronaut. You know what I told you? You're going to be the best damn astronaut. Yeah. Make sure you give me a helmet and you sign it. Exactly. Because you can't, you can't tell a kid what they can't do. Exactly. And that's what happens a lot in education. Like People tell kids what they can't do. No, you can't do it. Exactly. That don't mean a kid can't do it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Rest in peace, Albert Martin. Uh-huh. Albert and Garrett Sickles was walking in the hallway. Mind you, I'm coaching basketball. Man, I told you I wasn't that good at basketball. Yeah. But I wanted the kids to do something, not just go home and walk around. I say, Albert. He said, yes, Mr. Brown. I said, can you uh, fill out this form? What's that? I want you to play basketball. Uh-huh. Yo, he would see me in the hallway and walk the other way. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I met him on the other side. <laughs> my paper at? All right, we get it tomorrow. I said, all right, cool. I'm going to ask Miss um, Stacy, mm-hmm. can you play? Mm-hmm. She said, yeah, you can play. Middle school, Albert was, you can tell he had potential, but nobody really worked with him. Yeah. High school, he goes to play basketball and was successful at it. This is coming from a simple conversation, me saying, yo, you should play basketball. Yeah. You know how many kids do something? If somebody just say, yo, you should do something. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Think yeah. about it. Um, I, I, I can't stress that point enough. Like, that's all you got to say. That's it. It's like, literally, <laughs> you could do something. Yes. And, and at the same time, I think teachers... Um, don't realize how much power they hold. Like I, I, and it's 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 crazy. But they don't realize that you know. And I remember when I was in the fifth grade, Miss um, I think her name is Marcus now, but mm-hmm. or Miss Herman, Herman, you know. But I remember one time she told me, you know, um, I was really down, and she just told me like, yo, listen, like you're special like you got like she was like you smart and you got potential mm-hmm. and you got like one of the best smiles i ever seen you feel <laughs> me and i'm like yo and she just took like and that was like i'm right, good right, from life right. like i can't nobody right. tell me nothing yeah. like yes. and until this day and that's why i feel like we need more people like that um mm-hmm. and then i remember too like you had um one time we was talking about football or something. He was like, yo, I heard you gave Trey's walking papers or somebody walking papers <laughs> at practice. You feel me? It's just little stuff like yeah, that. It's yeah, kind of like yeah. being involved in yeah. our life, knowing that we play football, knowing mm-hmm. that, you know, caring about us. Like, yes. instead of like, yo, let us get these kids out of here. Nah. So now, 
you know, like now you're a um, student facilitator, mm-hmm. you know, and now you you took your role, um, you know, of being, you know, a liaison and, and close to the students. Yeah. And now you've able been able to resolve conflicts mm-hmm. and kind of. Mm-hmm. So talk about your role doing that at, you know, Long Branch. Now. All right. So um, I interviewed for Long Branch a few times. They didn't get it. And I guess God works in mysterious ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was appointed the uh, student facilitator liaison. And basically what I do is is discipline. So let's say a teacher writes you up. Uh, well, they do everything virtual. So come on the computer, call you down to the office, say, John Mayer, what's going on? Ah, uh, you know, I was in class and I was just talking too much. Uh-huh. Teacher kicked me out. Or I cut class. Why did you cut class? Well, the class is boring to me. Mm-hmm. So then I try to find out different ways of, okay, I can give you detention in school, but you're going to come back and do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So we got to find out the root cause is it. Are you interested in this class? Do you and the teacher have a relationship? Like... What's going on? Yeah. So when kids come to me, I, I won't even say nothing at first. They know why they come to the office. Yeah. They have a seat in a chair, and I act like I'm on a computer just doing something. Yeah. I got some like little Lego thing on the desk. They playing with it. Uh-huh. So I turn around, like, "What's up?" Uh-huh. They're like, "What do you mean, what's up?" I'm like, "Talk to me." Uh-huh. I don't even know why I'm here. So I take the computer, spin it around. I'm like, "Boom!" That's why you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like our kids are always again. They're told when they're doing something wrong, when they're doing something wrong, when they're doing something wrong. All right, I know you did something wrong, but, yo, you came to school today. Yeah. Hell, you came to my office today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I try to level them up first, but I'm like, look, I can't let you slide because you cussed the teacher out. Yeah. This is what you need to do. You know, you yeah. got to do the in-school suspension or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Some people are power. You know, some people are driven by power. Uh-huh. I don't care about none of that. Like, I don't need... If I wanted to be a principal, I'd have been a principal. Yeah. If I wanted to be a superintendent, I'd have been that too. Yeah. I, I'm all, I'm, it's, to me, it's more of connection versus control. Mm-hmm. Most people want Ooh. control. Yeah. I don't need control. Yeah. Hell, I have a hard time controlling my own life. Why well, want to control yours? <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying. Listen, my dog halfway listened to me. He can't even talk. <laughs> so, um, you know, yeah. with that with that job, I was able to really connect with some of the kids from ninth, twelfth grade. Some of them, I, I know some of their brothers because they know my son. Some of them, I remember when they were five or six years old. Damn. And I get a chance to do what I did in Red Bank back at home in Long Branch. Yeah, you know, because my time in Red Bank. I think I reached that pinnacle to where it's like, I can't do no more. Like I need, to, I need another challenge. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, yeah, expand. that's yeah. So yeah. now, you know, um, talk about kind of like how do how does your process go into um, being, you know, when you, when a student comes, mm-hmm. like you said. Um, Every situation, how do you kind of do? You do every situation different. Mm-hmm. Do you kind of say, you know, what would be the best possible way? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and I know you said you like connection over control. Mm-hmm. So how do you balance that to where it's like, okay, this person is coming to me, um, and they might have missed, you know, ten days, yeah, yeah. and you know they're disrespectful. They mm-hmm. don't care. Mm-hmm. How do you balance that? You know, to say, I I gotta make this connection with this yeah, person, yeah, yeah. but I also but got I a job gotta, to do. Yeah, yeah. How do All right. So that? um, every every child is different, and I think that's what people get it messed up is you can't treat every child the same. That's right. Fact. Somebody may come in and they may say, you know what, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. You get some to come in and be like, well, it ain't my fault. Yeah. Right. So what I do is I first I, I think I think of put myself in that chair as a 17 year old kid. How uh-huh. would I want to be addressed? Uh-huh. If someone was to yell at me at 17 years old, I'm going to yell at you back. Yeah. If you keep telling me what I'm doing wrong, I'm going to tell you what you're doing wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So now we got so I don't I don't do power struggles. Right. So, yeah. again, remember, I told you I let them sit down. Gather their thoughts. I had learned this I, when I worked in uh, Titusville for a little bit. Dr. Cunningham said, some of us just need to shut the hell up and let the kid just talk. Mm. I'm like, 
you mean let the kid talk? He said, if you let the kid talk, they'll tell you everything you need to know instead of you wasting 15 minutes trying to calm them down. Yeah. I said, let me apply that. Because on my journey in life, I don't know everything, so I'm picking up pieces. Facts. So the kid come in, you know, like you said, let's say a kid was, you know, late to school. Hey, man, why were you, you know, why were you late? Remember, I was late coming to school, but it was a reason. Nobody asked me why I was late. It was just yeah. told you're late. Yeah. Why were you late? Listen, you know, uh, I don't get up in time, so I give him a strategy. Okay. Yeah. Set your alarm at this time. I give him something to work with. Yeah. Because if, if, if a kid is coming late, there's a reason why. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so I, every kid is different. Yeah. And, and my thing is, I think what you highlighted that was key is, instead of just pointing out the problem, you point yeah. out a solution, yes. right? And yes. I feel like, overall, that's too much of what's going on is you have a problem, you mm-hmm. have a problem, mm-hmm. you have a problem. Mm-hmm. But you're not showing me a solution or, no. or giving me a solution, you know? So I think... To have a solution based mindset, mm-hmm. like how do we get this? You know, how do we get this fixed? You Easy. know, you know how you get it fixed is you gotta be involved in the child's in the whole child, uh-huh. right? A lot of the kids, I speak to everybody in the hallway. What's up? How you doing? It's all different though. Whatever comes to mind. I like your sneakers. I noticed you were here on time. So when yeah. I gotta do the discipline part, I'm not just coming from a disciplinary standpoint. Yeah. Right? Just imagine you go to work and every time you came in, your boss told you what you did was wrong. Mm-hmm. What you're wearing is wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't like how you typed your papers. You're gonna mentally check out. You're gonna resign as yeah. a grown man. Cause I would. Yeah. Imagine how a kid feels. Yeah. We don't know what they're going through at home, and everybody keeps telling them what they're doing wrong. Yeah. So what I would do is I go to football games, I stop by a track meet, I'm yeah. in the community riding around. Like yeah. when when school was out, I fly out the door. Just to ride around and see them. Hey, yo, uh, yeah, hey. yo, see you tomorrow. Make sure you on time. Now they see me outside of just a shirt and tie, yeah. and you know, they say they 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 see the whole part of me. Yeah, I'm at the game, and sometimes I won't even tell them I'm there. Yeah. So I come back. I'm like, yo, I seen that touchdown you had. You yeah. could have had two if you'd have picked your feet up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you right, Mister Bear. I'm like, yeah, you know, next time I want to see you score two. I got you. Now, do you do you think your increased presence doing that? has led to a decrease of incidents of you seeing students? Um, yeah. Yes. Like, have you, have you noticed yes. that? Listen, this is one student. I know we can't mention names. Uh-huh. He had a headband on. This is my first day in the high school. Uh-huh. He don't know me from a can of paint. Mm-hmm. He had the headband on. He walking. I said, okay, I know I got, I got to find a connection with this kid. I said, hey, uh, excuse me, can you come here real quick? Yeah. Don't ever tell a kid he's doing something wrong in front of his friends. Yeah, exactly. He's going to put you on blast. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, can you uh, take that headband off? Man, for what? Uh-huh. I said, you know, school rule, we can't really have that on. Yeah. I said, yo, listen, I want to wear a headband. I want to wear a do-rag. I yeah. can't. Listen, in life, we got to do things we may not want to do, but can you not wear a headband? Yeah. All right, I got you. He walked down the hall, threw the thing right back on. Uh-huh. So I said, he ain't listen to me, but I ain't put him on blast. So I went yeah. to the class, I called him. I said, yo, why are you doing me like that? Yeah. What, what, what? I said, you didn't even take, I said, you took the headband off for two seconds and put it back on. Yeah. <sighs> All right, I said, look. If you and I, and I read his file, I said, "All right, if you don't wear the headband for a week, I'll call your mom." Mind you, this is a high school kid. Uh-huh. I will call your mom and tell her you're doing good. I promise you, to this day, right now, that kid always he would he would he would text me and say, "I love you, pops." Wow. Because somewhere down the line, somebody kept telling him what he was doing wrong. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then you it just went from him, a positive yeah, conversation. And like you told him, like, damn, if I call your mom and tell her something positive, right. And that was what he was like, damn. Listen, he don't wear the headband no At more. If, if Listen, it was points to where he was getting frustrated with teachers. He'll just come see me just to just to get some strategy. Yeah. The teacher's saying this to me. What do I do? Yeah. All right, listen, just ignore it. 
you know, get your notebook, write down some notes, write some poetry, but I'm giving uh-huh. them different strategies. Yeah. That came off the top of my head. I yeah, didn't... you didn't know that. No. Like, so what made you think that calling his mom would be, you know, beneficial? Because Like something that you could have said that would change that all. Because I think that a lot of times there's a gap between the school, the community. There's a super gap. To Ooh. where the, the, um, t- the gap is so crazy is, uh-huh. and I think that's what made me successful in, in Red Bank was because I was able to connect with the parents. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Parents would drive up. I'm like, yeah, your kid doing good today. Mm-hmm. Uh, not no, Nobody would hear that kid. He's doing bad. Yeah. So I just called the mom. I said, listen, he had his headband on. I said, he took it off for me. Uh-huh. I said, when he comes home, can you tell him good job today and just give him a hug? Ooh. She was like, oh, okay. I said, can I ask you a question? And I, and I want you to be honest. I said, when's the last time you told your son he did something good? I said, I said, you took too long. I said, so if I call you tomorrow, your answer should be, I told him yesterday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, bro, you literally <laughs> should be like, I like, they, you should be teaching students. I like teachers because like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Do you need a college? Like, you probably need a degree to be a teacher, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I like, I feel like there's such a disconnect with the emotional mm-hmm. aspect of it. Like, it it, and like, they just literally, you know, and I met some teachers, yo, like, and they try to sound altruistic, yeah, but yeah. you know it's yeah. not like they're like, yeah, I really wanna, yeah, I really care yeah. about the kid. But they say like the cookie <laughs> right, cutter right, shit right, that you always right. hear. I really care about you the kid. You, you don't, you can you sitting down yeah. on your phone all day. Right. You don't know what you taught to these kids. Nah. You don't know what they learned. You don't know their names. You just care about being a teacher because that's a good. That's gonna sound good, look yeah. good. It's cozy. Yeah. But you don't care about improving these people's lives. And, like, what I think from you, like, even with that one kid, like, you mm-hmm. have so many intricacies. I don't even know if you know that you're doing this stuff. But it's like, you taking him away mm-hmm. from them, them friends mm-hmm. was a crucial moment. Yeah. Like, you having him and then sitting there saying, yo, I like to wear a headband, too. Mm-hmm. Having that feeling of commonality. Mm-hmm. Now he like, ah, oh, he like me, too. Mm-hmm. And then when he put it back on, you didn't berate him, Mm-mm. you know? Because once you do that, now I'm more defensive. Yeah, now, yes, now, yes, now I'm more yes. defensive. And, like, you talked about it earlier, how the school-to-prison pipeline mm-hmm. and how these systems yeah. kind of mirror each other. They do. They um, do. And I just can't help thinking about every time you're talking about the school in the community, mm-hmm. thinking about... Police in the community. Yeah. When you just said how you're around in the school. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going in the community, going mm-hmm. to their games, yeah. going to their things. So they see you outside of the yes. suit and tie. Yes. We yes. don't see police outside wow. of the police uniform. They're mm-hmm. not in the community. Nope. And I'm thinking if they did, that's that. Is, I think that would solve so much, you know, because. My, but, my nah, go ahead. Wanted, but my pop wanted coach, Coach Mike, he was a police officer. Uh-huh. We seen him with shorts on and he coaching us. Yeah. The issue is we these communities get police officers that are young. Uh-huh. Some of them wasn't shit in high school, right? Yeah, yeah. So they want to start punching on people because they were getting punched on <laughs> yeah. or emotionally abused. Yeah. And some of them are going through so much stress to uh-huh. where the first reaction is I'm gonna pull my gun out, or I'm gonna pull my stick, or I'm gonna lock you up. Yeah. Coach Mike was so and I learned this from him when he coached, he didn't yell. Yeah. He didn't yell. Uh-huh. I mean, we can't do this no more. He'll punch you in your face, man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But uh-huh. um, the, the the thing is, is we need police officers outside of the uniform. 
Uh-huh. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not yeah. out, the only time you see them outside of uniform now is if they about to go raid somebody's house or they're yeah. undercover. No. Involve them into youth sports again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you, you, we, there's some cops that seem different. I don't even know them. Yeah. Like, don't even know the people in the town, right? No. And, and, and like, I think now you just get into a bigger problem because how that police pro and cop and the police don't get to the community mm-hmm. is the same way the teachers mm-hmm. don't connect to the community. Yes. The teachers, you know, and then it's kind of like the teachers and then now the parents is like, oh, you know, teachers is like the parents need to do more and the yeah. parents like the teachers need to do more. Yeah. And then it's the same way like with, with the civil. And I'm just thinking what it is at the, at the issue of it is like nobody is just being... Um, you know, human, like yeah. seeing a human humanity yes. in it. Like yes. we're all human. Like this, somebody kid going to yeah. school, mm-hmm. like they have issues at home. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. we have to be, you know, you know, cognizant of that. Absolutely. Like that this isn't just a job. We got to stop being so desensitized. I think. Um, Very true. You know, but I address, I mean, for me, uh, I could be school saving me. Mm-hmm. High school, going to high school, saving me. Um, Working in Red Bank legit saved me because mm-hmm. I knew I had a son. Yeah. I knew if I was to go out here and go fight at a bar, uh-huh. I'm in the newspaper. I ain't got no job. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff that people were doing, I was missing out on it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So for me, I, 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 knew that, I knew that the community of Red Bank needed to see my face Monday morning. Yeah. I'm, this is me at, at, at 20, 21 years old. So you had to pretty much... I missed out on a lot yeah. because I knew like the bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, now talk about some of this stuff that you missed out on. I missed out on like, you know, everybody going to bars. Mm-hmm. You know, I missed out on just like simple parties. Yeah, you can't just do anything that everybody I can't, because how old are you? I'm 26. 20, 28, 28. 28. I, uh-huh. So, and I was there a little bit before you. There's some, some of the students at Red Bank that are 30, 31. I'm only 38. Mm. I'll be 39 in May. Yeah. So I'm 1920 calling me Mister. What the hell is Mister? Yeah. You ain't gotta call me that. Call me Raul. Nah, they gotta call you. Yeah. You know, they gotta call you Mister Rivera. Mr. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, I missed out. I think I missed out on, on some of the things, but it saved me though, because I wasn't yeah. at every every hot spot that was going on at the time, like you yeah. know the redheads and down in like Kingsburg. That, yeah. You know you what I'm saying? You had to grow up. Uh, you had to Very grow quick. up uh, really yeah, early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I think though to that that. That take you had to right you you had a son you know you had you had things um so you couldn't necessarily be in that let me be in the scene you know Mm. but at the same time I think that's what kept you on your path you know because um you know me myself I feel like I didn't you know be able to uh, you know make steps that I make until I pulled myself away from being on the scene with everybody you know because. You can't, you can't do it. It's just too much. You know, you get yeah. into too much everything. But like to be so young, like I'm 28, 26. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I started when I was like 25, just focusing. Mm-hmm. But like to do that at 19, 20, 21, yeah. like. But I had, I had some hiccups. You know, I can't sit here and be like, oh, I, there was a point in time I didn't want to go to college because uh-huh. I was good being a hall monitor. I'm 19, 20 years old. Yeah, and I'm bringing home my paycheck legit. Yeah. Most of my friends is working at either they in school, they ain't getting no money, financial aid. Uh-huh. My one check was their financial aid. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, people bring home a little bit of change. All right, you get that one time, but I'm getting that over, what, a month, two months? Yeah. So, um, you know, Dr. Jones is like, yo, you like you can't be a hall monitor forever. You need to yeah. go to school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and the opening for a para came up, a uh-huh. para professional. 
uh-huh. make a little bit of more money. I'm like, yeah, so I was doing that. I was working at the YMCA. Uh-huh. But I but I didn't, again, I, I, I can't do school right now. My son need me. Yeah. My son need me. So, but I had this saying it was, I can't be, my son can't be good if I ain't good. Uh-huh. I'm going to say it for the people that's listening. You can't be, like, your child can't be good if you ain't good. If you struggle, your child's going to struggle. Regardless of what you do. That's a fact. So, um, I was doing the power stuff for a little bit. Um, then I, they switched me to um, a different classroom, and the lady, her paycheck, she left it on the table. Uh-huh. That thing said twenty five hundred after taxes. Oh, job twenty five after taxes. And you saw that, and I seen that. Ooh. When I tell you, wake up moment. Yeah. So I come in. She says, um, "Not even good morning. Can you make these copies?" I said, "Damn, I'm a glorified copy maker." Yeah. Went downstairs, made the copies, went to my car, and I said, "Lord, I, I need you to move like now." Yeah. I said, I'm tired of being this copier. She playing Uno all day. Yeah, she kid, did 2,500. Kid act up. I'm taking the kid in the hallway. We yeah. talking and she can just play Uno. <laughs> I, yeah. I, you know, I, I went to University of Phoenix. I finished up because what happened, I told my wife. I said, can you? Uh-huh. I said, can you write this paper for me? Uh-huh. She's super smart. Write this paper. Yeah. She's like, no. What do you mean no? Yeah. Write this paper. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not writing it. Yeah. I wrote the paper and, and got a hundred. Oh. So from that point on, like, Ooh, thank you, sweetheart. Like, I don't even yeah. need to proofread that. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Hey, thank you. Yeah, fun. I but, need that. But again, like, you know, because in, in, in school, nobody said, Raul, you're a good writer. Yeah. Nobody said that. Yeah. In high school, you're a good athlete. Yeah. yeah. So you play football. Ooh. When you hand in the helmet, you're Ooh. a regular civilian. Just like people in the Army. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody said, oh, well, you can own your own business. You're yeah. a good athlete. See you in the newspaper. Yeah. You know, why'd y'all lose to this team? Yeah. Why ain't nobody talking to me outside of, like, after these doors yeah. closed? Yeah, yeah. So when I meet with kids now, yeah, I, you know, I seen you in the newspaper, but as, yeah. like, seniors, like, what are we doing next? Yeah. I said, because you know you got to hand in the helmet. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a time where you don't run on that, on that football field anymore yeah what are you gonna do i you know i, I don't even know yeah but we need to figure this out yeah and i'm and i'm okay sharing my story you can't be the next me yeah exactly you can't, you can't play all this football in and then you don't go nowhere exactly now you at the game saying what you should have could have would have did right yeah. now exactly no. listen trade school you could do that barber you could do that electrician you can do that college yeah. you can do that but yeah. we need a plan 